It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary, hosted by the voice that you're hearing right now, which is coming out of the face of the person, the human, called Spencer. Hello, everybody. How you doing? Let's talk about the words in this episode. The first word is dunderhead. It's a wonderful word, just like all these other wonderful words. Dunderhead, D-U-N-D-E-R-H-E-A-D. Noun from circa 1625. The synonyms are dunce and blockhead. We have seen things like this a whole bunch recently. Talking about dunces and dummies and dumbheads and dumbs and all those things. Uh, dunderheaded is an adjective. Dunderheaded. Dunder, dunderheaded. It's, it's a fun word to say. This is perhaps from the Dutch word donder, which means thunder. <laughs> thunder in the sky. Also the English word head. Akin to the Old High German thonar, which also means thunder. And there's more at the word thunder. So I wonder what the, uh, I wonder about the thunder that became dunder. What, how did the, what, what, it went from thunder to dunder, but why thunderhead? It's like if you're dumb, you got, you, all, all you have in your head is thunder? That's an interesting one if you think about it, right? Am I alone in this? Yes, I'm literally alone right now. That's why I do this. Okay, sound effect. We'll go whoosh. The next word is dundreeries. D-U-N-D-R-E-A-R-I-E-S. Dundreeries. Noun, often capitalized. It is from circa 1922. And, oh, cool. This is long flowing sideburns. Why? How have I never heard of this? I've heard of some names of facial hair, ways to wear your facial hair, but I have never heard of the Dundreeries. Also, how do you get your sideburns to be flowing? Can you grow them so long, like as if you had grown a beard, but you just cut it down to sideburns and they're flowing? Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's the Dundreeries. I don't know, that one didn't make any sense. Huh, long flowing sideburns are the Dundreeries because these are from Lord Dundreary, who was a character in the play Our American Cousin from 1858 by Tom Taylor. So that character must have had long flowing sideburns, I guess. Usually things like this are from actual real life people, not fictional characters. Interesting, the Dundreeries. I don't think I can ever grow Dundreeries, and I don't think I would look good with it either. Whoosh. Next is Dune, or Dune, D-U-N-E, noun from 1790. Um, I, we got to talk about the movie first, maybe, the movies, Dune. Uh, there's the David Lynch one, which he does not like because the studio took over and kind of changed his movie. I finally, finally saw it about a year ago in 2022. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a bonkers crazy movie, but it's also kind of a bonkers crazy story, right? When you think about it, 
Um, but I did really enjoy it. I mean, for what it is, uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, I have not seen, I think there was like a made-for-TV movie version of Dune, which I have not seen. Uh, I did listen to the audiobook of the first book of Dune. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot. It's extensive. I, I haven't gone past that. Um, but I have not seen the new movie, which I know is being split up into three parts because I think that they're matching up to the books, if I remember correctly. And everybody says it's really good. Uh, and I'm sure it is. But uh, I think we're just going to wait until all three of them are out, and then we can just watch them back-to-back or something. I think, uh, yeah, because, yeah, why not? Let's do that. Sure. Sure. Um, but, yeah, it's just kind of a weird story, I think. Isn't it? Isn't it? Aren't, aren't all stories weird? Okay, we got to talk about Dune. It is a hill or ridge of sand piled up by the wind. Dune-like is an adjective. And I guess the movie, the book, is is named Dune because um, it's they take place on this like sand planet, and uh, or something like that. And so there's just a bunch of sand dune dunes of sand. Sand dunes is what you call them. Um, and there's the spice on there. Is it dunes of spice or is it dunes of sand? Is dune something else? I don't know. I am not an expert on this. This is from uh, the Old English dune, which means down. So it's all about, uh, the word dune just means down, because when you got sand piled up high by the wind, you can go up or you can go down. But if you're on top of it, you might fall down. Go boom. Next is dune buggy. Two words. Noun from 1956. I think they should have had some dune buggies in the dune movie. That would have been just so much fun. This is an off-road motor vehicle with oversized tires for use, especially on sand. Maybe not always dunes, up and down dunes, but maybe at least like on a beach, but they probably go up on the dunes too. You gotta if you're in a dune buggy. Uh, this sounds like a lot, a lot of fun. I don't know if I've ever been in a dune buggy, but uh, yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun to go bouncing up and down on the 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 dunes in the dune buggy with with no safety measures, no doors, no roof, no nothing. Live on the edge of a dune. Whew. Next is Duneland. One word. Noun from 1922. Um, what what else did we see? 1922. Oh yeah, that was Dundrearies. Completely different. Maybe somebody wearing some Dundrearies are in the Dune Land. Um, that that would be a terrible, uh, fun place to go. Uh, the the dude. Let's go to the Dune Land today. It's just sand. Yay, sand. Okay, it is actually an area having many dunes. A desert, maybe. It would be the dune land. This is an odd word. Let's talk about another odd word. Dung. D-U-N-G. First form noun from before the 12th century. Oh, dung is such an old word. Um, how can we not chuckle a little bit when we think of dung? Because we are adults. Okay, number one, the feces of an animal, and the synonym is manure. It's, that's what it is. It's, I guess we can't call 
human feces. We can't call that dung. Even though we are technically animals, why don't we call our stuff dung? Is dung only certain animals have dung and other animals have some other name? Is everything dung? What's dung? What is dung? Why dung? Number two, something repulsive. So just anything that you don't want to be a part of, to see, to smell, to touch, to taste, to hear, anything that you don't like, you can just call it dung. But it's not literally manure or poop. Dungy, D-U-N-G-Y, that is an adjective. So this is from, let's see, the Old Norse dingja, D-Y-N-J, no, G-J-A, and that just means manure pile. All the manure up in a pile is, uh, it's, it's dung. It's a pile of dung. It's a dung pile. The dinja is the pile of dung, the dung pile. The second form of dung is a verb also from before the 12th century. The transitive is to fertilize or dress with manure. So if you didn't know, the, uh, the manure can be a very good fertilizer for growing food and plants and things. And so if you have to dung your farm, you're dunging it. You're dunging, you're dunging your stuff. And, but so the intransitive definition is, is, uh, is very different. Uh, the intransitive definition is just the synonym defecate. So this is the act of releasing the dung from your body. So you would be dunging yourself. Uh, but then if you are dunging something else, you are not making it defecate. You are fertilizing the area with dung. Okay, good. <sighs> Dungaree is next, and you can emphasize the first syllable or the last syllable. Dungaree or dungaree. Noun from 1673, number one is a heavy, coarse, durable cotton twill woven from colored yarns, but specifically, blue denim. Blue, just blue denim. Those are your dungarees. It's, uh, I guess it's heavy and coarse and durable and cotton, and it's a twill. Number two, you would say dungarees in this context because it's plural, and it is clothes made usually of blue denim. I guess I just didn't realize that dungarees are basically just blue denim. Uh, so if you're wearing anything, a jacket, if uh, uh, pants, a shirt, a hat, anything made out of blue denim, those are your dungarees. If you are Bob from Twin Peaks, you are dungareed with a D. Uh, that is an adjective. Dressed all in denim, you're dungareed. This is from a Hindi, uh, Hindi and Urdu word. Uh, they look very similar, but they have slightly different spellings and accents. Uh, I guess the word is dungri or dugri. Uh, that's it. That's it. It's just, it's just that word, I guess, that we in America, English in general, just changed it to dungri. So I guess uh, in India, they had a heavy, coarse, durable cotton twill. Maybe. So wait. Did they invent this? Invent this blue denim? Is denim from India? I don't know. I don't know anything. Whew. 
Back to dung, let's talk a little bit more about dung, because here we have dung beetle. Two words, noun from circa 1634. A beetle, as a thumblebug, I guess that's an example of a dung beetle, a thumblebug. And it rolls balls of dung in which to lay eggs and on which the larvae feed. So, I guess I didn't realize that they eat it. I must have known that at some point. But yes, I think we've all seen videos. I'll have to post a picture on social media. They somehow make these balls of dung. They grab dung from various places that they find it. I, you know, just on the ground, just around. There's no restaurant that they can go to to get the dung, so they got to find it on the road. And they, uh, they roll it up into these very beautiful, perfect little spheres of dung, and um, they they push it around with their back legs. So they get their back legs up on there, and they push it around maybe to take it back to their nest. And then I guess that they somehow inject their eggs into it, and then as the the babies come out of their little eggs, they've grown enough, they grow and grow and grow, and then they come out of their egg, and then they eat the dung. That is what they eat. Their first meal is poop from other animals. And this is just what they do, because I guess there's a lot of good nutrients in there. Hmm. And then, I don't know, do they eat it throughout the rest of their life, or do they eat other things? And why is this bug called a tumblebug? That's a great name for a bug. A beetle. Hey, Jude. Whew. Okay, next is Dungeness Crab. And I think that is how you pronounce it. Capital D-U-N-G-E-N-E-S-S. There is a picture of this Dungeness crab. Um, I don't know why they chose that over a dung beetle. I think it would, it would have been really great to show a picture of a dung beetle with a pile of dung. But I, maybe maybe they, they just chose against that, I guess. Okay. Dungeness crab is a noun from 1925 a large edible crab of the Pacific coast of North America from Alaska to California. Um, it's, I don't really know, I, I've said this before, I don't know why they have to put edible in there. I guess, you know, it's because, uh, because people eat it, because maybe people like to eat this type of crab over a lot of other types of crab. Maybe the other ones aren't tasty enough or give you enough meat, and so... This one has become one of the standard crabs that people eat, but they're all edible. They're all the same thing. So I think we can just get rid of that altogether. I just watched something. Was it a movie? I think was was it Joe versus the volcano or something else where I think they mentioned Dungeness crab as a meal. I don't I don't remember what it was. The species name is Cancer magister, although that's maybe the American way to say it. The Latin way could be conquer magister. Uh, I'm not sure how they want to actually pronounce it, but uh, but yes, cancer, cancare, that means crab, I think, and then, uh, you know, because there's the cancer in the horoscope, and that's a crab, uh, but then somehow it became this other thing. Yeah. So, why are they called Dungeness Crab? It is because they are from Dungeness, which is... Uh, that is a village on the Strait of Juan de Fuca 
in Washington. I assume that's Washington State. So uh, I guess up there, they uh, they got a place called Strait of Juan de Fuca, and there the village is called Dungeness. And so hmm, that's interesting though because they go between Alaska and California, and Washington is kind of in the middle. It's closer to the bottom of that whole section, but it's kind of in the middle. So I guess that they uh, they maybe they started in Washington and then they just spread out from there. The picture, I mean, yeah, I guess I can just post a picture on social media. It looks like a crab. It's got that sort of triangularly body shape, and uh, it's got how many legs and arms? It has one, two, three, four, f- ten. It has ten legs and arms. Uh, the two in the back, they sort of curve inward, so they go off in the back, and then they curve towards each other. And then, um, and then on either side, there's an additional three legs that sort of curve towards the front, and they got sharp, sharpy things at the ends of all these legs. And then they have two arms in the front uh, that um, go, they go, well, they go, they point kind of to the mouth. I mean, they go right up to the mouth because they got little claws, little pinchers there. So they can grab things and feed themselves with and fight and attack other crabs or humans. And just, just to pinch things, they just love to pinch. Pinchy, pinchy, those Dungeness crabs. Okay. Next is Dungeon. D-U-N-G-E-O-N. There could be dung in the dungeon uh, because they've got people hanging out there and then, you know, they got to do their business. So, yeah, there's probably dung in a dungeon. Even though you don't pronounce it that way, it's not dungin. It's dungeon. But the spelling is there. So it is a noun from the 14th century. One, the synonym is donjon or donjon. I do kind of remember that. Is that just an old way to spell this? Uh, let's see. Don, donjon. Um, a massive inner tower in a medieval castle. The donjon, which became dungeon. And number two a dark, usually underground prison or vault. I hope you never have to go into a dungeon. I hope nobody, nobody ever and ever anymore gets arrested and has to go into this scary, scary, dark, moist, gross, sad, disturbing, depressing place. Uh, Unless it's to visit, you know, just to say hi to visit the the other prisoners or just to see what used to exist there that might be kind of cool but to spend time there nah, I don't I don't want to where is this from uh yes we see the middle english dungeon uh let's see from the vulgar latin domnio which means keep or mastery from the latin dominus which means lord so, uh, and then there's more at the word dominate. So, you know, I guess it's a place where people can lord over them. People can lord over the people who are in the dungeon. And then it just became dungeon. Hmm. So it's, yeah, it's just from people having control over the people who go into the dungeon. Another dung word. Dung hill. One word, noun from the 14th century. One, a heap of dung. You know, just 
that big old pile of dung that's uh, that's hanging down the street, down the road there. Turn left at that street, and then you find the dung hill. It's just a peep of dung. Two, something as a situation or condition that is repulsive or degraded. Anything that reminds you of a heap of dung is a dung hill. Next is do-night. I think that is how you say it. Do-night. You could also just say it dunite. D-U-N-I-T-E. Noun from circa 1868. It is a granular igneous rock consisting chiefly of olivine or olivine. Uh, which is, you know, probably some sort of uh, minerally kind of thing. It's a rock. Uh, dunitic or dunitic is an adjective. And it is called dunite because it is from Mount Dune. I think that's how you would say it. Dune, D-U-N, which is in New Zealand, which is interesting because isn't... Well, they filmed Lord of the Rings in New Zealand and... Isn't one of the mountains Mount Doom? D-O-O-M? Am I remembering that correctly? Mount Doom? It's kind of a spot-on name. Uh, so interesting, Mount Dune. Uh, in, in New Zealand, so it must be filled with dunite. The next word is dunk. First form. Verb from 1919. We are starting with transitive number one. To dip as a piece of bread into a beverage while eating. And I don't think that they should use the word beverage here because, well, I guess number two is going to cover that. Why couldn't you combine these into one? And who is dipping a piece of bread into a beverage? That's not usually how we do things. We usually dip a piece of bread into uh, an oil or like a hummus, like that kind of dip. Um, who's dipping bread into your drink? We dip like donuts into a coffee, maybe. That's a drink. Uh, cookies into milk. I can't think of what I'm dipping bread into of a thing that I'm going to drink. Hmm. Well, anyway, number two. I like this one better. It is to dip or submerge temporarily in liquid. And again, liquid, liquid is not the best term here. It should be just some sort of stub substance that is dunkable. Dip, dip, uh, see, I don't know. Dunk, I mean, can you, can you, I guess this, this gets into some specifics though. We're talking about the word dunk, not dip. So if you, if you're dunking a thing into something else, can it be the consistency of hummus? Can can you dunk bread or pita into hummus, or are you dipping it? What do you think? Can you dunk a thing into a substance that's not a liquid? Does the, does the consistency of the thing that is being dunked into, uh, does that matter? Am I thinking too much about this? Maybe. Maybe. Okay, number three. To throw a basketball, into the basket from above the rim. I don't think the word throw here is the best. I think that, um, because usually when you're dunking a basketball into the basket from above the rim, you're not throwing it. 
You're you're placing it. You're you're what are you doing? You're shoving it into the into the rim, into the basket. Um there's no throwing involved because usually your hand just goes right onto the rim. So I don't quite agree with the word throw there. Can it be a throw? Is that a throw? Okay, here are intransitive number one, to submerge oneself in water. I'm just going to do a quick dunk down into the water because I need I need to get my hair wet. Uh, I actually started of a short rotoscope animation project, which of course I never finished. It's just sitting there, only slightly done. Uh, and I think I called it Dunk, so maybe someday I will actually finish it. Um, and there, there will be a very beautiful rotoscope animation called Dunk. Probably not, though. Number two, uh, oh, and the whole thing was it started with like a dunk in a pool. Okay, number two, to make a dunk shot in basketball. He, oh, he, he made a dunk shot. Congratulations to him. He dunked it so good. I wish, I wish I could dunk. I just, I'm not that short. I mean, no, I am, I'm not that tall. And my legs aren't that strong to get myself over the rim. This is from, what is this? P-A-G? P-A-G, that couldn't be Portuguese. Uh, P. A.G. is Pennsylvania German. It's a Pennsylvania German word called Dunk with an E from Middle High German Dunken from Old High German Dunkon and there's more at the word tinge. Tinge? Wow. That's fascinating. Dunk. Dunk. I cannot dunk. And the sound it makes is the second form of dunk is a noun from circa 1944, the act or action of dunking, especially, uh, we're going to see this in the next episode, the synonym dunk shot. I don't think people call it a dunk shot anymore. I could be wrong. I think we just call it a dunk. Call it a, a slam bam. I, do they say that? I hope they do. <sighs> Dunker is next, noun from 1919. One that dunks is a dunker. You could get a donut that's a dunker, the human that's dunking the don't the dunker dunk dunking the dunker in the dunky drink. That's all they're all dunkers. Especially a basketball player who makes dunk shots. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. This is, of course, from the first form of the word dunk. Dunker. Okay, one more word. It's dunker again with a capital D. It could also be dunkard with an A-R-D at the end. This is a noun from 1744. A member of the church, of the brethren, or any of several other original German Baptist denominations practicing trine immersion and love feasts and refusing to take oaths or to perform military service. I think I think we might need to put a link in the show notes for this group of people. I am fascinated by this. Uh, tr- they practice trine immersion. So some, I don't know, is that going into water? Is this a, a Baptist? It says they're Baptist, so yeah, they're probably baptizing. They're like, every day, let's, we got to baptize ourselves. 
I don't know. And they have love feasts. That sounds nice. What's involved? I don't know. The movie Midsommar comes to mind. Probably not that, though. Uh, and they don't, they don't want to perform military service. I respect that. I hope that they have love for everybody. Um, but, and they also don't take oaths. And what sort of oaths are we talking about? They won't promise things? I'm not sure. Go read the show notes if you want to learn more about these dunkers or dunkards. And yes, this is also from the Pennsylvania German word dunker and from dunk. Hmm. Interesting. Didn't know about that. Uh, okay, those were all of the words. So, I need to pick a word of the episode. We had dunderhead, dundreeries, dune, dune buggy, dune land, dung, dung, dungaree, dung beetle, dungeness crab, dungeon, dung hill, dunite, dunk, dunk, dunker, and dunker. Hmm what am I going to pick? I do enjoy, I don't know, I thought dundreeries, that was, that's a good word. And uh, what it is is fun, long flowing sideburns. Hmm, how can I sing a song about dundreeries? The dundreeries are flowing off my face. I got the dundreeries, it took me a long time to grow them. The dundreeries are long flowing sideburns. Come brush my dundreeries. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was fine. Um, should we quickly talk about another movie that I watched? Should we? We shall. Uh, where were we? I, the King of Staten Island. I think that's the next one. Um, who? What to say about this one? Um, it's uh, it's uh, Pete. What's his name? Pete. Pete. No, Pete. Is it Pete? <laughs> Why can't I think of his name? Anyway, he's on Saturday Night Live, and he's a, a, a comedian, a, an actor, um, and this seems like an incredibly personal, personal story um, about him and his life and his dad, and uh, it was really good and funny and emotional. Pete Davidson, that's his name. And uh, yeah, highly recommend. It's a really good blend of uh, comedy and drama and uh, really, really good acting, and um, Judd Apatow is writer-director as well, and so, yeah, highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. What else? I think that's it. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.